welcome to the Apex Church Podcast. Thanks for listening and we hope you enjoyed today's message. Be sure to check out our website at www.apexchurch.org.uk and let us know you've been listening. Now prepare your heart to hear a word from God today. Well, we're going to continue today our series called Lookout, and today we're going to do something slightly different. I'm delighted that Anna Buchan is with us here today, and she's going to tell a little bit of her journey. And Anna, you have been, uh, obviously been in Peterhead your whole life, but you've been part of this church for quite a number of years Mm -hmm. now. Um, Tell us, when did you get saved? I got saved when I was a girl, a seven-year-old. And I got saved out of the mercy seat in the Salvation Army across, well, it's with our spoons now, but the Salvation Army Hall across the road. But right across from but our right church. Right across from Apex. Looking across the street. Aye. And that was 60? 62 years ago. Wow. Mm-hmm. And um, you've been part of this church for a number of years now Aye, as well. over 20. And you've got a very significant life event birthday coming up very mm-hmm. soon. In October. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and um, you were just telling me recently that um, mm-hmm. you have a few things that you wanted to do mm-hmm. before you reached that significant birthday. Mm-hmm. And one of them was I was going to learn to swim, which I have. Uh-huh. And I can swim and I can do four lengths in the pool. Come on. <laughs> Aye. So is that something that you've always wanted, wanted to, to do? do? Aye. I was petrified. And uh, I thought, no, I'm going to overcome this. Come on. And I'm going to learn to swim. Well, good for you. For I'm 70. Good for you. Have you been off a top diving board? That no, 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 <laughs> no. No, no. Have you joined the synchronized swimming team or anything? No. Nearly. Aquafit. <laughs> well, Anna, you're always a great blessing and encouragement <laughs> to us. And uh, we just felt it was a great opportunity in the series that we're in mm-hmm. um, to take time just to hear a little bit of your story and mm-hmm. how... You've always said yes to God in the sense of caring for other people. Mm -hmm. Um, Now, many people that are maybe watching this today will be familiar with some parts of your story, but there could be others today that are unfamiliar. Mm -hmm. Um, You were married to James for a very long time. and Mm -hmm. Can you explain to people the journey of James's health journey, but also how you played a major part in that as Mm -hmm. his wife? Well, I got married to James in 1971. And uh, James had Becker muscular dystrophy, which is a condition that over time the muscles weaken. So um, the, we had three children, uh, Jamie, Xander and Jennifer. And uh, about 1988, James was working in the Cleveland mm-hmm. and uh, he was managing to work, but walking was getting more difficult, but he was still working. And, uh, but he was made redundant. They were paying off, so he was made redundant. So a few years after, well, maybe a few a year after that, he needed a wheelchair. Okay. So he we had a minis. Um, so a wheelchair was difficult. <laughs> he didn't get a, a wheelchair and a minis, so we had to um, get a bigger car and that. So then you get a... a he had a manual wheelchair, and then his arms got weaker, so we needed a, a battery-operated chair. And 
then again, your car, you create, you solve one problem mm. and you create another. And I'm sure folk, it's looking after their mm. folk is, uh, have come up against that as well. But we have got good pals and yeah. uh, Christine and our good friends, they uh, fundraised and we got a, a van, uh -huh. which uh, goes back into the another part of the story. But don't know why, James, um, in 2005, he had to go into hospital to get a gallbladder operation, yes. and he was in there for a whole year, Ken. And a, a church was out at Faith Acres at the time, and a church really played a, a, a part for praying for his health. But before he went in, uh, we was often out in uh, Faith Acres, and at the end of the service, and there was a an altar call yeah. for healing. And James always went out, but always was believing yeah. that God would heal him. Mm -hmm. Ken? Uh, um, so he was in hospital for, a, for more or less a whole month. year? Aye, a whole year, Ken. And was that complications? or Aye. Um, muscular dystrophy and general anaesthetic didn't go well. Okay. Ken? Can easily put you to sleep, but it's a wakening up was a trick. And, and the, when he came out, he's physical health had deteriorated but also his mental health right. and it was near the same James that came out of the hospital but he was in Forrester Hall he, I think he was put into Maiden Craig up at Woody End and then he landed in the community Peter Heed communi right. community hospital and he came home for there and that was a different ball game so what changed then uh, practically when he came home that time well for about 20 years, me and James, we, we had a ceiling hoist in, in the bedroom and into the ensuite, and we just worked the hoist with shells, again. But when he came home for the hospital, we needed carers. So you were doing all the care Aye. for those first 20 years yes. of illness? Yes, aye, aye. But then you got some support and Support. With two carers and three times a day, again, uh, wow. to help get them dressed in the morning. They came back at dinner time. Casey needed um, help then, mm -hmm. and then bedtime, Ken. Mm -hmm. and, and you get a relationship with the carers, Ken. Yeah. Became good friends, good family friends, and uh, and here and there stories. The district nurses came in three, at least three times a week, and a doctor and the OTs and that, Ken. Mm -hmm. So I had a busy house, Ken. Yeah. And uh, it was it was hard going, uh, James. Um, was so negative, okay. Ken, and uh, but again, uh, we had plenty visits mm. for folk, and it was all good, Ken, because um, James he'd he'd been um, saved when he was a boy as yeah. well, Ken. He was brought up in a Christian home, and we had our faith, and that's what got us through it. Because you, you, as you say, a shared faith aye, in the Lord. Aye. Um, but you also made vows to each other right. at the start of your married life together. Aye, in sickness and, and, and in health, health, till death us do part. Exactly, <laughs> and you certainly Aye. lived that through to the very end. Aye, um, not always easy, but no, mm -hmm. but life's not easy, mm -hmm. and you've got to keep it real. <laughs> but in a lot, in that whole journey, I guess there's been a lot of sacrifice for your point of view, uh, of for you, Aye. but also you had to kind of put him first a lot of times as well because he needed the help and That's care. right. Aye, aye, aye. There was that as well, uh, Daniel. Um, he, it was between him and the parents, mm -hmm. again, 
uh, it was he had to come first, but that was okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, aye, it it um, it wasn't easy, and and sometimes it 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 was fine. Yeah. But in those moments, for it wasn't easy. Mm-hmm. If it kept you going, what what helped you sustain well, you? Well, I well, and on your worship music, uh-huh. uh, reading the word, good friends, mm-hmm. Christine. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Ken, on the phone to Christine, then I would come off the phone and James would say, for two twabbins speaking about <laughs> nothing. <laughs> <laughs> but in my Ian family, Ken, yeah. and the grandchildren kept us going, Ken, uh, it was happy times when they came when they came to visit James, cheered their grand up. Mm-hmm. But mostly their faith, uh-huh. Ken. Um, and for James, his faith became a reality. Aye. And everything that he'd hoped for and believed for yes, in aye. this life became his aye. experience when, he, when the Lord called him home. Yes, aye. And that must have been aye. difficult, though, also for you, because, of course, every day everything was obviously aye. wrapped up in your aye. husband, understandably, and mm-hmm. caring for him. Mm-hmm. And how, how how was life for you over those well, years? Well, it was a big so? change, Ken. Mm-hmm. The house was like empty. Mm-hmm. Ken, there was no the carers and the nurses was not coming out and in. My family, of course, my family. I'd still my family, and they rallied round me. But it was it was different, and yeah. I needed that time to um, maybe get my strength back mm-hmm. because it was sometimes I would have been up through the night with James a lot of the yeah. times at the end. Uh, months because mm-hmm. um, he was so ill. Mm-hmm. So I really needed that time just to kind of regenerate yeah. myself Ken, and just um, um, get back me on strength. But um, uh, I had a year uh-huh. and then I had to look for a job. <laughs> but you also, I guess, made a choice to keep on looking forward. Oh, yes. To keep living. Oh, aye. And to keep on going. Aye. Oh, I have to. Aye. Oh, I, James wouldn't have wanted anything else, Ken. Mm-hmm. Oh, no, no, we were, uh, it, it was looking forward. And, um, well, you we have to think, we didn't come to an end. Just no. because a, a season in our life stops, another in mm-hmm. uh, opens up. When I lost her worth, just because I wasn't Anna, the wife and carer, yeah. I had now to become, it's a becoming, isn't yeah. it, Ken? And uh, it changes. It, it had to happen. So, but it was just to kind of time to find out mm-hmm. uh, for next I could do. And Can you're in your mid fifties at this point. Aye, I was fifty six when James died. And um, <laughs> so you needed to go and start a uh, career. A career. <laughs> <laughs> so tell us that journey then, because obviously mm-hmm. the experience in, in mm-hmm. your home. But then, mm-hmm. how did you get into work from there? Well, I, I was did think to myself now what will I do because I had been working in the law offices when I got married. Yeah. So um technology shall we say had moved <laughs> on but maybe Anna hadn't moved on. <laughs> so I can't I couldn't get back into an office. And um so I thought, well, Mrs C A says fits in your hands. Mm-hmm. Well I had can Kieran had been in my hands yeah. Ken. So one day I was looking through the book on Observer and here was uh, an advert for Windwell for a carer. Okay. Mm-hmm. And when I phoned Dune, unknown to me, Anna Watt, it came to yeah, church. Yeah. Uh-huh. She was in the office and answered the phone and she says, come on, Dune, Anna, and get an application form. And I had, Ken, how you 
think, oh, me, you, you get wound up about the end of phone doing, yeah, yeah. and here was a friendly yeah. voice in the other end of wow. phone, can? So God's... But that would have been an answer to prayer for you as well. Oh, aye. Because you'd have been praying about this. So aye. Right? Oh, gosh, aye. And um, God's eye for you. Yeah. And he, mm -hmm. can, he walks along with you, but he's a for you as well. He yeah. can uh, just fit your need. And that, and that that's how I started up working in uh, Windwell. And what was your title when you got there? Well, I was uh, the entertainments. <laughs> <laughs> oh, uh, and I think you were a perfect fit uh, for hi, entertaining well, the I did the quizzes. <laughs> the quizzes. Hi. <laughs> <laughs> it was, I loved it. Yeah. I loved it. Uh, the staff was good. Mm -hmm. the, um, the residents yeah. were, they were just uh, lovely, Ken. And then I went on to, uh, I got me a rouge and I, I became a, a kirar. Yes. A, a kiran role. But because I was this, uh, uh, I was a bit older, mm -hmm. I came to it, I couldn't, well, the government had putting up a retirement age for the ladies up to 65. And it was, I thought, would I manage, mm -hmm. uh, because I had um, health problems um, with my back and that with James, would yeah. I be able to carry on? Uh -huh. So it was a worry in the back of my mind, would I be able to continue? Okay until um, I was 65 in the Kiran profession, Ken. But... <laughs> so you were, at that point, looking maybe for another opportunity, taking some other mm -hmm. things, other hours. Aye. Um, but so even in this season, you're still looking out for others, caring for others, attending to their practical needs. Mm -hmm. um, but I guess there, there must have been a motivation within you, other than I just need a job. Well, there oh certainly aye. was a, a heart for others. Oh, aye. Aye. Well, we didn't do life alone, do we? No. We have to be caring. Mm -hmm. And I can cast your care upon him, for he careth for you. Yeah. So if, he care, if, if my Jesus cares for me, mm. then I have to share a love of Jesus. Mm. Haven't we? Yeah. Can? We have to be kindly. Yes. Can? There's no point in being no kind. No. You have to be kindly to folk. Because you're never sure what they're going through. Mm -hmm. You could get a, maybe, and, a, and I've done it now, kind of like a snappy remark, mm. but you don't know how their day started yeah. or how their day has ended, mm. Ken? And uh, you have got to be kindly. And, and 62 years ago, you gave your heart to the Lord and the Salvation Army, Aye. which uh, is one of its main ethos and motivations is to share the love of Jesus with other Aye. people Aye. in a practical way, showing Aye. kindness and compassion. Mm -hmm. And I think that's kind of followed you throughout your whole life. Aye. Um, even just mm -hmm. your formative experiences growing up there. Um, mm -hmm. And that's never left you. Aye. <laughs> and then there came a day where <laughs> I got a phone call. Aye. Um, from uh, Monica Jack, who was a centre mm -hmm. manager at Team Challenge Benaya, asking mm -hmm. me if I knew of anyone mm -hmm. who would maybe be able to come to the centre to, to do some mm -hmm. work I think it was maternity cover at the time. Aye. And, uh, I, you know, to be honest, you came to mind right away. Aye. Um, and I said to Monica, I think I know somebody. Let me have a chat with him and see. Mm -hmm. And then you got a phone call from me. Now, Anna, tell me from your point of view <laughs> how you felt that conversation well, with I'd never really heard of Benaya. Or, and then when you said teen challenge, I thought, no, I'm overall to be working with teenagers. <laughs> 
uh, I've done that, Ken. Mm -hmm. But you just says, no, no, hold on mm -hmm. <laughs> and pray about it. And I had to phone a center and, uh, well, I was going to, I was going to want to be, I was 59 at this time. Wow. So I thought, I am too old to be working with teenagers, but um, I did phone a centre, got application forums, and the night before I, I, in, I had to deliver the application, the, the forums, I queried, I phoned a friend, uh, mm. and we prayed out the phone together just to see if I was making the right yeah. choice. But don't know why, I thought I would never get an interview, mm. and I did. And then for the interview, the minute I went up to Benaya, I can't, it was a, it was a, a special place. Yeah. You could feel the atmosphere, it, it was a special place and God and was in the house. So for those that are watching today, Teen Challenge Benaya is a residential rehabilitation mm -hmm. centre Aye. for girls, girls who have been in addiction mm -hmm. and want to find freedom. Aye. And you were there to be one of the staff members to help Aye. give support. Mm -hmm. Tell us a little bit about that then. What was that like? Because that's a, that's a little bit different Aye. from mm -hmm. working in Windwell Care Home with only elderly people Aye. to now working with people that are recovering from um, mm -hmm. a lifestyle of addiction. Aye. What was that like for you? Well, like your name says, it's a challenge <laughs> and it fairly ups your prayer life. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, and even your Bible study, because the queens, they come in and they've got a kind of seeking, mm -hmm. they're searching, mm -hmm. they're hurting, mm -hmm. and uh, um, and the, they've a story, but we've all got a story. Yeah. So it was sharing my story with them, or my life skills, just coming alongside them daily, just to uh, encourage them, yeah. Ken. And, but they were an encouragement to me as well. Okay. I mean, it was a... It was good from the from the command, and maybe they had no contact with their family, but or they went Utabinaya, they were back in touch with their family, back in t touch with their children. It was good. I loved it from the the parents. The uh -huh. centre started to kind of the parents, and there was one lassie came came in from um, England, where a little boy, and he couldn't speak when he came in. He just babbled. And uh, I had the pleasure of taking him back and forth to Broch to the nursery. Uh -huh. And you can me and them some Doric words. No, on no, the way, I touch him. I, t <laughs> I sung to him. Otherwise, uh -huh. bless his heart. Uh, the choruses, yeah. building up a temple, running over, uh -huh. and this little boy that started to it helped him with his speech. And we can't tune, he, he could had a tune, mm -hmm. so we can't what he was saying, but the tune he was singing, wow. and um, and it was wonderful, wow. Ken. And it it helped me, it helped with my process of heal, healing mm -hmm. for James, yeah. Ken, and making sense of it all. And then I had to drive the Benaya bus, minibus, <laughs> so the James's van, Ken, mm -hmm. I had, was able to do that. Uh, had driven at, so it was Dinamarca, the Benaya bus seems so big. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and it was good. It was good. So you could look back on previous experiences that you'd been through. Aye. That actually set you up. Aye. For this uh -huh. ministry, really. Aye. Of serving these girls Aye. Uh -huh. as they were recovering. Aye. Because they're, they're, they're just hurting girls, yeah. Ken. Some seen. Um, 
a hard hard time and others you would say came for like a not an easy background but just for just made wrong choices can yeah. but but they're but but they're lovable yeah they're they're um but even you saying that is not is certainly not common in your society society would look at people that have found themselves in addiction Aye. And maybe wouldn't show compassion. Aye. Wouldn't be very sympathetic Aye. towards them. Uh -huh. But it sounds like you had a different point. Aye. Well, there's some there's somebody's buddy. Can mm. it's just made wrong choices, and I've made wrong choices, and mm. maybe near the life changing. They the, their choices was for them, but no, there there um, there's once. Once the command, and they're showing love, they're showing uh, it's spoken to them about uh, Jesus. Again, and you see the change beginning to happen. You see the light coming back into their eyes again. Yeah. It's wonderful. Again, no, it's not our happy stories. Again, but I think once they've commanded to her and been shown that. It, it stays with them. Yeah. Ken, it stays with them. It's certainly a very real place. Oh, real. Where, and well. part of the healing process is being truthful and honest about where Aye. you are in yourself. Aye. And sometimes sharing truth. Aye. Hard truths, whole Aye. truths. Aye. Um, but I guess f what would be interesting to know is what is it that motivates you? What is the that got you out of your bed in the morning Aye. to go and be there Aye. Uh, on shift uh -huh. with the girls and to help Aye. them? Well, it it really is just wanting to share a love of God, is it, Ken? And not being selfish. If you, if you start to just think it's all about me, mm. then it is all about me. Yeah. But it's it's uh, but it's not all about me. We have to we have to have a heart for others, Ken. Yeah. Or else there's no meaning to life, Ken. But no, you have to share your love. If if you if love has been shown to you, and you've you have to, sh I believe you have to yeah. pass that on, Ken. Uh -huh. um, aye, Daniel. And, and that I can, yeah. really ties in with what we've been looking at. Mm -hmm. um, looking out, but being outward focused in our approach to life as we serve in church, but just every single day. Aye. Um, maybe there's some somebody watching right now and uh, Aye. They, they would like or like to maybe be someone who's got a heart for others. Aye. Or maybe they find themselves like you did at a stage in life thinking, wow, I'm here, what do I do? now mm -hmm. life maybe for them has taken an unexpected turn Aye. or maybe there's a new opportunity came their way mm -hmm. uh, they're at a stage in life where they maybe need to make a decision about what they're going to give their lives to mm -hmm. whether that's a new job whether that's in a, a mm -hmm. new vocation or something like that what would you say to them well you have to pray about it can uh -huh. um and look sometimes well you pray about it and you read your bible and you have to see if God puts into your heart or into your mind, Ken. Yeah. But go for it. But always be aware that sometimes it will not... We're near the controller of it if it happens at the end decision. Yeah. If you're, um, we can't, you're going to get disappointments, then I think it's all going to be easy. Mm -hmm. But 
just go for it because the mere love you give out, the mere love you give back, can, and uh, and it's rewarding, mm. and and it's and it not just encourages others, but it encourages. Well, it encouraged me, can uh -huh. my life and all. You have to, you have to be outward looking, can, and you need a purpose, can. Yeah. Uh, I mean, it wind well. Well, was uh, it was. Somebody came and gave us a talk, and it was like if if there were residents was walking about, can yeah. to walk with purpose, mm. to walk alongside them, Good. to speak with them, to hear newsy with them, can, uh -huh. and uh, and I get, I think that's like it benaya. You're doing life for purpose. You're uh -huh. coming alongside somebody. You're sharing. I was sharing my faith. I was sharing my even disappointments, mm -hmm. sharing my, just speaking about my family, seeing how they were getting on. Yeah. And uh, I just treated uh, treated him like my Ian, uh -huh. can? And if they needed, well, we'll, we'll speak about us, can? Uh -huh. But um, if you just walk alongside somebody and uh, you get double the blessing. Yeah, you journey can? with them Aye. and then you can help them. Aye. And I guess in that season of life, there was a lot for you. You had to trust God. Mm -hmm. Unsure if even Benaya was the right thing to do. Aye. Even Aye. unsure if wind well, all that. But you trusted Aye. God. And um, you, you were just saying to me recently about one of the songs that you really like that was singing church, Aye. Goodness of God. Aye, all my uh, life. All my life you've been faithful. Faithful. Mm -hmm. why, is, why is that special to you? Well, because he has been faithful, Ken. I mean, f folk could say maybe as a seven-year-old, you gave your heart to Jesus, can how do, how is a seven year that was childlike mm -hmm, faith, can? Mm -hmm. But it just grown with me. Can yeah. and a childlike faith now becomes an adult. Mm. And it it's never nobody can take it away from me. Can no. God gave it to me and no man or will take it away from me, can? I just believe what I believe and then mm. And I've experienced what I believe, yeah. Ken. And uh, he's, he's always been faithful. When you cry out to him, even looking at if he, if he was up through the night watching James yeah. and just keeping an eye on him, I was I never felt alone, wow. Ken. There was either presence of God, mm. Ken, in the room was, and uh, and and I just want to pass that. Um, Faith onto mm -hmm. other folk. Mm -hmm. I can, I, I, you can just share your faith. You can't make them yeah. um, uh, believe or, or uh, get saved. But I just want to share that faith with folk. Can fantastic. And it all started with that decision. Aye, sixty-two when year ago. Sixty-two year old. And in a moment, we're going to give everybody watching today Aye. an opportunity to make that decision. Aye. Um, we have a mutual connection that we just discovered quite recently. Mm -hmm. um, there's a, a couple that were Aye. great friends of yourselves and James. Aye. And I bumped into them at uh, a funeral service of my auntie that just passed uh -huh. away and uh, briefly spoke to them. But tell us just a little bit about their journey and the connection Aye. that you played and how they found Jesus Aye. as their Lord and Saviour. Well, David and Diane, uh, David has the same muscular dystrophy as James said, and we went to the muscular dystrophy group together. Oh, I mean, they're little, well, their Kieran was just little, and Jennifer and they have maybe been 
Kian eight eight year all in that and ten years ten years. That's like thirty year ago. And um um they seen me and James's faith or, uh-huh. or how did we get through life and we said we were Christians and um so they started going to church and um they made a decision for the Lord and I we keep in touch regularly, Ken and uh, um and Diane and uh, David Diane will often just text me uh-huh. Ken and wish I can share my experiences uh-huh. with James what I went through with him or um and what I had to how it affected my yeah. um health Ken or 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 what I did about it and I sh- pass it on to her and we can speak it's amazing that God used the circumstances or James's Aye. health situation mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. to place you in their world. Aye. And then they saw how you lived your life, Aye. how you showed compassion and care and love. Aye. They saw something in you uh-huh. that led to them starting to attend their local church. Aye. They give their lives to the Aye. Lord. Uh-huh. And you still keep up, you still yes. support each other. Aye. And then Aye. I bump into them again last Aye. week. And I, and I wasn't aware of that part of the story. Aye, did you know? And I, I just think that's exactly what we've been talking about today. Being outward focused and Aye. looking out. Uh-huh. And God has empowered you, even in mm-hmm. your challenge and struggle and difficulties, uh-huh. that he used you to reach other people. Aye. Uh-huh. Isn't that amazing? And you could be watching this today, and um, you've listened intently to Anna's story and what she said today. But the key for Anna has been her faith in Jesus all along the way. It still is today. And he wants to be your friend. He wants to be someone you can journey with through life as well. And in those moments when maybe you feel alone, or you feel like you, you're just by yourself, nobody cares, nobody interested, Jesus cares. And he cares so much for you that he came into this world, that when he went to the cross, he took your place, and he paid a penalty for your sin, that you could be forgiven of your sin, and you could have a new life with Jesus. And he gives you the promise that he'll be with you every single day and you'll be with him for all eternity. But it all starts, as Anna's told us, with simple childlike faith and putting your trust in him and asking him to be your saviour. And maybe you're watching now and you'd like to do that. And it really begins by this childlike faith of a simple, sincere prayer. Just repeat these words after me. Dear Lord Jesus, I thank you you came into this world You took my place upon the cross. I realize I'm a sinner. And I ask you to forgive me of my sin. Make me a new person by your spirit. Help me to follow you every day of my life. I confess you are my Lord. I believe you're risen from the dead. And I believe I'll be with you for all eternity. In Jesus' name, amen. If you prayed that prayer, reach out to us. We'd love to connect with you, help you on your journey. And Anna, thank you so much for sharing with us today. You continue to be an inspiration for each of us and I'm sure you've been a real blessing.